Welcome, welcome to another episode of Keeping It Orange and Blue. I'm Ryan Evan, joined as always by my good friend Kevin Ducey. What's up, Kevin? Have you had a good week? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, fun things in the Illini world. Uh, big, big weekend visit uh, for the football team. Let's continue to pull some guys. Got a, a Juco receiver today. Mm-hmm. Come in and come in and, and, and be on the squad this year. All right. Great size. Yeah. Very good size. Six four uh, one eighty. Yeah, six four one eighty. I mean, you like he he runs nice clean routes. Mm-hmm. He's got good hands. Um and the fact that even though Texas A and M offered him a preferred walk on, I think that it was just so late in the game. They just didn't I don't think they had any scholarships left. Yeah. Uh but Illinois is like, well, we do and we need a size on the, the edge there and you know, the, the so they're like, hey, let's go ahead and pull the trigger. We're going to talk about him. He'll be one of the first things we talk about. But, yeah, that was a big get today. Um, so on the docket, we're going to talk about the big football uh, official visit weekend. Illinois is right now currently, I believe, 35th uh, for 2024. Of course, the Juco wide receiver that we'll be talking about will go towards the class of 2023, and he will be eligible to participate in August – and uh, in camp, and he'll be a big part of uh, he'll be a big part of this season's team. But first, first things first, Kevin. You know we we do appreciate our sponsor here. If you look at the bottom ticker here, uh, they've got a, we got a promo code going for our sponsor, uh, hometownhypeapparel.com. Um, we appreciate Scott Davies and his business. Uh, you can get a hold of him at two one seven two seven eight zero one two zero. Again, hometownhypeapparel.com. Um, so basically it speaks for itself. Uh, if you have a place or a school, any place that maybe you have graduated from or your place that you live that doesn't really have any place that focuses on their gear, you know, shirts, whatever it may be, you can subscribe to his site. They'll hook you up with getting anything you could want made or put on your shirt or the logos. You, you get a hold of him there at hometown com and he's going to hook you up and if you uh it, what i like about it is you can set up your school there's a lot of schools that are on there kevin and you can set that up and get a trend going and uh, right now if you order from hometown you get 10 percent off if you use the code orange and blue and that is courtesy of me and kev uh so 10 percent off your your first order heck he may even be nice and say every order but for right now i believe it's your first order um, so get a hold of him. We appreciate him being our sponsor of keeping it orange and blue. Saving, saving the people money. That's what's up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is. Uh, so he's tuning in now too. a big shout out. We appreciate you. Um, now also too, we appreciate all our followers and subscribers on YouTube. It's growing, it's growing. We appreciate it. Um, all the platforms on Spotify's kicking butt. I've noticed that we appreciate you for all the listeners, the late night after the show, cause it's live right now. So it's not on Spotify, but all the late night listeners, the early morning risers who listen to us on the way to, to the, to the gym, who listen to us in the airports who listen to us on the car rides to the airport or to work. We appreciate you on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So keep listening, keep subscribing, and we appreciate you. Amen, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate all the folks. And, uh, you know, they're doing good stuff over there at Hometown Hype Apparel. It was it was always a little bit of a challenge, I know, for me. 
you know, if I wanted to get some some local gear when my brother was playing, there was only a few places that did it, and I I probably supported those folks. Uh, but you know, if you if you got a quasi school, it's on the outskirts or a smaller school, it's hard to do that. So uh, kudos to Scott what he's doing. Go get your go get your order in. That's right. So um, let's let's begin with the first order of the day before we get to the major weekend of names who I feel like could be Illini. Let's actually talk about um, who is going to be an Illini. And that is Alexander Kapka Jones, a six foot four, 180 pound, um, nice guy. He reminds me of Geronimo Allison, kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of a smooth stride, just kind of clean, runs nice routes, has good hands. Uh, George McDonald loves him. I trust him. He's a Cali guy. Uh, but he, you know, fell in love when he was uh, in Champaign after they offered him uh, this week. He was at a camp midweek, which was, was neat. So he had offers from some, you know, nice uh, D1, you no, know, you know, group of five teams. He didn't have a big Power Five offer, but Texas A&M offered him a, a PWO because they didn't have any more scholarships left. They didn't have any more scholarship left for 2023. So, so he's like, you know what? I know I'm good enough to go get a power fight offer. And he got it. He camped at Illinois and Illinois offered him. So th that's a big get for Illinois. And I think his size, Kevin, down the, the, you know, not just for jump balls, but I think his size and how he can uh, be a deep threat will help the slot receivers, you know, guys, who, you know, like an Isaiah Williams, even Pat Bryant to a degree, um, uh, and uh, Hank Beatty. I think it's going to really help out having a guy that, you know, you can throw a deep ball to the corner of the end zone. Yeah, he's uh, – um, I mean, he had, you know, 60-some catches, 900 yards, 10 touchdowns. You go check out his huddle. You can follow him on Twitter. His huddle link's up there. Like, I mean, the first touchdown catch grab that he makes, beautiful one-hander. Uh, he's going to give us that that size guy on the, on the outside – stretch the field a little bit. I don't know. I got questions about, you know, has he got Big Ten speed? Um, but, you know, we got we got two two guys on the outside right now that have experience in um, Pat Bryant and Casey Washington. We got some good good slot guys, obviously, in Isaiah Williams and Hank Beatty and Kamari, Kamari Wilcher is a really exciting prospect, and there's some other things that we can do there. Uh, but this is, this is a guy who I think can come in and potentially play. And so it's it's exciting to get him on board. It seems like he's a physical player. He's not afraid to block. Uh, got some good hands. Uh, whether he competes for a job this year or not, I mean, he's going to compete. Uh, and w whether he sees the field or not, which should be interesting. But it's it's a great it's a great take right now, right? Because you got the room, you got the scholarships. The guys played college football, and he's got Big Ten size. So I'm excited about it. Yes, um, and again, to be determined if he makes a big impact this year, but I think he'll see the field at some point in some certain packages. There may be some goal line, you know, there may be a goal line package where, you know, like that Lunny's wanting to throw a fade to the back of the end zone or, or even maybe on third and long, you know, like, so I think you'll see him get some action, but I think he's a guy who's motivated and uh, who's, Again, this late in the game, yeah, that's it's not a reach, it's not a stretch, and if you've got the scholarship, I'm I'm, I'm glad they did it. So, uh, obviously, switching gears here to uh, well, bigger... just just one quick thing on that. It once it's what like you just said, Ryan. It's once again 
that Brett Bielema is running his program like a CEO. I say it all the time. I've said it since I've said it for over a year now since we've been doing this show. He runs the program like a CEO. And what we have on the outside right now with this football team is Pat Bryant and Casey Washington that have outside size at the Big Ten level that have played. Now, you know, we, we've got guys like uh, Malik Elzey and some other younger guys that we're all waiting for, Ian Pugh and Sean Miller. And, and, you know, we're hoping that those guys can do something for us. But the challenge with that is those guys don't have any experience. So at least you're bringing in a guy who has some college football experience. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I'm excited about it. So I, I think it's just, a, like you said, it's a great move by the team. Uh, take a guy who can come in and – at least compete for a job so that if guys are making freshman mistakes, we got somebody out there that has got some college experience is going to step up and can make some plays. He can catch the, he can catch the football as a big body. And what I, one of the features that I love so much about this show is our interaction. So the right. positive things about subscribing on YouTube is you can live chat with us. So Trent Scarupa, actually Kevin answered what his comment was. You know, LZ will be huge on the outside as well. We don't know that this season, but I think in his career, I think you could probably take that to the bank. Oh, 100%. And, yeah. But for this season, we don't really know that. And uh, that's why taking a guy who could play two um, years is, you know, with that size, I think it, it's great. But, but yeah, I, I try wide receivers that we have over 6'1 with college experience is, sl is slim outside of Bryant and Washington. It's almost none. So yep. that's why you got to bring in a guy here. And like I said, if the, if the freshmen aren't giving you what you want, you've got a guy with college football experience and college football hands and college and big 10 size. So, uh, so now obviously with, uh, Kapka on board, um, we've thinking, Oh, just that's class of 2023. But what about the 2024, uh, class and, and who they've got on board. And so, um, you know, obviously I'm going to get to my selections and picks and I've already actually given a crystal ball of one of those. If you follow me on Twitter, I kind of like to do those things. Yeah. But, um, so Illinois, I would say has th this group, there's, there's several athletes and, and DBs. So it looks like Aaron Henry and Finellis want to kind of grab a couple of those and, uh, you know, kind of start finalizing their secondary. Um, and then th with the running back group, they do want to add at least another one. So without having, you know, Dupree on board, who was at Missouri this weekend, Darian Dupree, yeah. who's a Mount Carmel four-star kid who, you know, it's like right now with all, everything going on and knowing that Illinois pounds the rock and what you saw out of Chase Brown, it's just shocking that he hasn't jumped on board yet. But uh, I know that that it, it's a sexy thing for a lot of running backs to be like, Hey, you're going to get the ball. You have a great chance to get a lot of carries that shockingly that hasn't done it for Dupree. Um, but they have Khalil Valentine on from Chandler, Arizona, who was here over the weekend. And, you know, Thad Ward has really done his best, you know, obviously put his best foot forward, but, you know, making him say, Hey, if you want this, this slot's yours. Yeah. You know? And, and, uh, and Valentine actually on social media had mentioned, you know, July 8th, he's going to make his choice. But I know Illinois was like telling him, if you want it, it's here now. You know, he may still announce July 8th, but they're like, you want to jump on board now? Because 
you know, there's no guarantee Dupree next week might not come on. But why not say you want it? If you tell us now, Dupree's not coming. Then, you know, Valentine's good enough that you can tell Dupree that. Like, listen, you know, Valentine's no, no slouch. He's a good player. I think he's actually quicker with his times speed-wise. Um, and he's a nice pass catcher out of the backfield. Uh, he's got a nice huddle film if you watch. I'm sure you have, Kev. Oh, yeah. Um, so he is no slouch. It's not like you say, well, you're just not there, but we're going to take Dupree no matter what. No, Valentine's in here to basically, one, pressure Dupree, if not anything else, but to, two, say you're good enough. We'll take you if you want to commit, and Dupree can kick rocks. Well, so I, this recruiting – the recruiting thing is it's it's such an interesting way, you know, and how you have to go about it. It takes special guys because you can't come out and just tell a kid, hey, you know, we love you. We're prioritizing you, but uh, we really don't want you as our number one. Uh, we want the other kid, but so he's coming first. But then, if you, on your visit, if you're ready, we will take you. But if he called us in mid visit and said he's coming, then they have to like, ah, well, okay, well, you're going to commit. You know, it's 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 odd. You know, it's like how do you finesse those? you know, young minds of like that you care about them because you do, but to say technically we have a depth of who's one a who's one B, but in this situation, if Valentine wants in, they're going to take him. Yeah. I mean, this is Valentine's a kid who, um, two, two, four, seven composite. They're, they're ranked about the same. Uh, they're about the, they're about the same size. They're a similar style and play. Uh, but the thing is, and, and, we, and we've talked about Dupree, so people are aware of him, but Valentine's has got offers from, Utah, Oregon, Miami, Arizona. And, you know, Dupree's always been thought it's Illinois, uh, Wisconsin battle. I think Michigan's thrown their hat in the ring there, too. But, I mean, it, this, they're, they're, they're similar guys. The one benefit with Dupree is uh, – I'm sorry, Missouri, not Michigan. Uh, with Dupree, is he's, he's, a, he's an Illinois kid. And, you know, you'd like to still keep the Mount Carmel pipeline open there. Uh, but Valentine, that kid can play. Like so, they're they're about the same size, sim similar style, you know. And I'm with you. If, if, if whoever's first to pop, you take them, man, and you go with it. And so, um, Illinois had some very good, very some kids. Um, one in particular's name is Caleb Pyfrom. Uh, so he took an official visit. He was a Nebraska kid. Um, that's a uh, off. They're wanting to add. I know at least one more offensive lineman, maybe two. I know because you could put Eddie Turek at uh, D-line, which I know that's something that it's possible. Um, but that's one of the, the big names that was on campus. There was another Nebraska kid who – Tight end, Tanner. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's not just that. But, yeah, um, there's a couple Nebraska kids. But I wanted to get to um, who uh, – we'll go down the list here. Okay. So right. we had – Chase Green, defensive back from Florida, who I'm going to get to here in a little bit. Uh, we have Brandon Hansen, offensive lineman, already committed, right, Co? Yes. Uh, um, so Caleb Pyr Pyram, who I just mentioned, um, Kevin Levy, who uh, I know Illinois. Actually, I actually spoke to Kevin a little bit tonight. Um, he's you know been like looked at as a Florida State lean. He just visited Florida State last weekend with uh, Ricky Knight, um, and I know those two are you know ones that Illinois want. 
you know, Knight was here two weeks ago, and then here tonight, Kevin Levy was here this weekend. Um, and then D'Amico Kennedy, a, a defensive end who, you know, I would love, I think would be a great addition. Um, Josiah Knight, an outside linebacker. Uh, Dalen Platt, another defensive back from Florida, who the staff staff really, really likes. Uh, oh, yes. 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 Six three BB. Which yeah. yeah, which I'll go down and I'll get to that. I'm gonna get down to how the who I think staff's liking and their preference, and then who I think they're end up gonna get. Um, Joe Barna, outside linebacker. Tanner Hollinger, the tight end from Nebraska. So, and of course Khalil Valentine, the uh, running back from Arizona, and then Amar Reynolds, another defensive back from Florida, who. Uh, interestingly enough, he didn't have any other Big Ten or uh, Power Five offers until Friday when he started his visit. Then Indiana offered him, so he has two Big Ten offers. Amar Reynolds. Yeah. Um, now, the first one I've got, I did my picks to click in my tweet, uh, so I already have. I got Alex Kafka Jones for 2023, but for 2024, the, I think one of the first ones to pop from this weekend will be Tanner Hollinger. Okay. Uh, interestingly enough that Nebraska didn't want anything to do with him, which, you know, he's from Nebraska. You know, I just don't get with the struggles that they've had, how you want – you wouldn't want a big, tall, lanky, athletic guy like that, 6'5". You know, he's shown he's got nice hands. He's, I think he's got the frame he can physically fill out to be a decent blocker. But, you know, Brett Bielham is not a guy who's just going to recruit a tight end just to catch passes. You know, right. that's just not how it works, Kev. Right. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's, he's doesn't – his offer list isn't it super sexy. Um, but, like I said, I mean, this is one of those ones you got to trust 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 what Bielema is doing here. And, granted, we, and we just picked up a tight end too. So, it's not like it's a position of extreme speed. So, there's something that, that, that the team and, and the scouting on the football side of the field realizes – that this kid can contribute and be a player for Illinois in some form or fashion. Uh, I'm kind of still excited or waiting for the day when we've got the tight end that we recruit. That's a no-star kid that ends up being a uh, first-round draft pick left tackle, you know, because that seemed to be like the Bielema Wisconsin model, right? Yeah, uh, 100%. So I've got Tanner Hollinger, still a three-star tight end from Nebraska. Um, and if if Bielema – and I can sure – I know this, with Lunny and Bielema – with the offense that they want to have, they're not just going to throw those offers out to anybody. So right. they do like him, and 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 that's good. And I trust Bielema and his staff one hundred percent. As Brad, um, as Kevin had mentioned earlier, you know he's running it like a business, a CEO, and he's not going to do anything to this program or offer any kids just to do it. Oh, there we go. We to see you fully without your your back block eye, your backdrop. We can see Kev. I don't know why uh, I did that, but hey, I'm all right. <laughs> it's all good, man. Um, so that's number one. Okay, number two, I've got Chase Green, okay, defensive back um, from Florida who uh, has been super uh, – I, I feel like he's been a heavy Illinois lean for a month or two. Um, I had a source tell me tonight that, you know, Illinois laying in a couple of those defensive backs – from, and, and so Chase Green has always been one. And I pretty much was confirmed Chase is one. Um, the second one, I'm going to go between two people here. And, and I'm okay with one or the other. 
but and here's why I'm going to say this, and this is how it can be tricky. Okay, um, if Daylon Platt wants to come and he's committing, no matter what the other one that I'm going to mention says, they're going to take Platt. Okay. Okay. So the other one that I know, I because I talked to him, Amar Reynolds. I asked him, okay, how was your visit? What would you give it on a scale of 10? He told me 10 out of 10. Wow. And I said, wow, you can't get better than 10 out of 10. You know, and I said, uh, what stood, stood out stood out for you? Okay. And I'll read the exact quotes from his text message. I would rate the visit a 10 out of 10. The thing that stuck out to me the most was how well and how much the previous players were, were ready to compete for the next level. Um, and I definitely am big into that. So um, then I said, what did you think of the Smith Center? And, you know, how were your, your relationship with the, with the coaching staff? He told me he loved the Smith Center, as all the kids do. How could you not? That thing's amazing. Um, and he bonded with almost every single one of the coaches. So it's like a family atmosphere. You know, they don't preach that hashtag just for nothing. Right. So, and even though he didn't tell me he's committing, kids aren't just going to come out and be like, hey, guy, I've never met in my life. Uh, I'm committing to Illinois. That's not how it works. But I like to get a feel and a vibe when I'm told something, and then I'll go reach out to them. You know, and so a 10 out of 10, you ain't getting no better than that. And, and as of right now, Indiana's his only other Power 5 offer, who just offered, by the way, while he was at, at Illinois on his official. So, like, to me, when you're in love with the place and they've prioritized you, you know, it's like you're in love with a woman, right, and you want to marry him. And then this all of a sudden this woman's like, do you want my number? You're going to be like, nah. You know, no thanks. <laughs> I got mine right here. <laughs> you know, like, I'm good. So I feel like Amar Reynolds is going to be uh, on board with Chase, uh, Chase Green. So now if, if it isn't Amar Reynolds, it is only because a guy like Platt is like, yo, I'm ready. You know, I'm on board too. Yeah. And the reason why they won't take three is because they're already filling up. You know, they don't have room for all that. They don't want to stack too many, uh, too many scholarships all in one spot when they can kind of maybe move it around a little bit. So, uh, I think they're ready to take two more. Um, I don't think they want to just take three from this because I know there may be one other one who was on a visit two weeks ago. I think his last name's Lucas that they like. So yeah. Uh, but um, that's that's that. Also to finish up from the weekend. So those are the names I've given you. Uh, I know I told you I talked to Kevin Levy. That would be a surprise one, but it's also. The way he spoke about his visit, he spoke extremely highly of his visit. Um, Kevin Levy told me, let me get his exact words here. <clears throat> and I didn't steal these from anyone, Kevin. <laughs> Can you believe that they spoke to me? All right. Um, he said, I asked how his visit to Illinois was. And he said, I would have say it was beyond good. He said, I would call it great. And I said, wow, okay. And I said, really, what stuck out to you? You know, like what was it about Illinois in general that is something that you would really strongly consider? And he said, 
it's got to be the relationships with the staff and the culture of the entire program, which again, hashtag family, Kevin. Uh, so that wouldn't like, if you're going, if you would say, well, why would he pick Illinois over Florida state? I'd say, well, the culture of the environment of where he's at, he's, you see the, you see where guys are getting developed and bred and to put into positions to play in the NFL. And then the relationships you feel like these people genuinely care about you. Yeah. That's why he would pick an Illinois over a Florida state. Now, what I was told about Khalil Valentine is that I would say Illinois is in a great spot. I know Utah was assumed to be the leader, Kevin. Uh, you know, and they don't really have anything special going on for them right now. But I will say, and I'm talking about in the class of 2024. Right. Utah, the program has been very good, and they continue yeah, absolutely. to be. And they put they've had some really good running backs, and a couple have had some very tragic endings, but. They've had some very good running backs. A couple, one one passed away a couple years ago, at a young age. Uh, but uh, and you could say, well, why would he pick Utah? If they don't have their class is kind of bleh. And you know, Illinois is is Illinois is on the trend right now. Who was thirty fifth? You know, like I said before, this weekend started. Yeah. Uh, but Khalil Valentine, I think, you know, meshed and bonded very well with Dad Ward. He knows, you know, what the Illinois prioritizes a lot of run. And I think uh, from what I've told that Illinois is in the lead right now and that it, it wouldn't be shocked if uh, he commits sometime before um, sometime before the July 8th that he already has. So Illinois in a good spot with Khalil Valentine. I gave you the other names who I feel Illinois is in good shape with. Uh, and I'll probably tweet out the Chase Green one for people so I can – because I locked those in. Those are like yeah. – when I tweet that and I put my official – this is a public tweet for everybody to see because people love to bash me when I do that. I'm not going to hide behind a paywall. I'm going to put it for everybody to see. So, well, well, Chase – I mean, you told everybody Brandon Henderson was coming before it happened. We talked about it on the show last week, Vernon – Vernon Woodward was coming. Like, there's there's a lot of things here, and, and it's funny. I was just getting ready to talk about this. Right, uh, Saint Dominic's Rosary jumped in and talked about Lightfoot, right? Um, and then one one Chicago kid that went to Ohio State and was a star. Why would a defensive player choose Ryan Day over Bielema? Well, because Ohio State's still pretty damn sexy, right? It's a top five program in college football for the past decade, and it's an uphill battle there. But I will say this: Illinois had two guys on campus of real, real high-level stature at the defensive end position. We have Brian Robinson, an edge, uh, who is, is supposedly a Michigan Michigan lean, but this kid is an absolute stud from Ohio, uh, six foot five, 255 pounds. Watch his workout. You can see it on Twitter. Um, both him and Lightfoot were here like in back-to-back -back weekends. They were there very close to each other, yeah. Right. And these two kids would be crown jewels of a recruiting class, right? This uh, Robinson's a top 200 kid. I think Lightfoot's in the same range. They're a little bit different. Robinson, I think Robinson could actually be beef up to like that that three four defensive end. Um, but here's what I'm hearing about both both of their visits is that Charlie Bullen just absolutely is knocking it out of the park. They are so highly impressed with him, his pro 
pedigree and what he's done. Yeah, Lightfoot's a top, a top 130 guy, and Robinson's just in the top 200. But they're both phenomenal, phenomenal potential gets. And, you know, Lightfoot's a Ohio State lean, and, and Robinson's a Michigan lean. Yeah, and then Trent, you know, he chopped in. You know, Robinson looked incredible. He absolutely did. And I just – guys, we're, we're, in the, we're in the hunt here. Like, I don't think – I'm not going to go out here. I'm not going to do a, a, a deucey crystal ball and say I think we get either one of these guys. But we are we are. This is not just. Um, they're not just placating Illinois. I mean, Robinson's a kid from Ohio. I mean, you get Lightfoot. He's an Illinois kid. Kenwood, why he might be giving Illinois the time of day, but, but Robinson can has almost as pick of schools. If he's giving us a look, and there's some development going on, and it's one of the things. Another reason why I'm bullish on this team going forward this year is I think. What Bullen is going to do with the outside linebackers and the talent that he has there is that we're going to have a really dynamic pass rush this year. I'm just really excited about what's going on with Illinois football. So keep keep your eyes on that stuff, guys. It could one of, one of those two could could swing our way. It'd be huge. I actually agree with you. You know, on the uh, Lightfoot situation, um, I've been told that you know Illinois really pulled itself close to pretty even with with Ohio state after that visit over the week, mainly because of Bullen. But like I told you before his visit, he was huge on development and Illinois with Bullen and seeing already how well the Illinois defensive line has grown and guys like Randolph and Newton have turned in themselves into first, second, third round picks next year. You know what I mean? Like, and then you got Gabe Jakus and Seth Coleman, who guys I think they're going to be drafted in a couple of years. I think if Coleman stays another year, which he he will, he'll have a, he'll have one more year, um, because his freshman year was the COVID season. Yeah, so. he, 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 yeah. I mean, if if Seth gets the look that we need and he he gets the 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 grade to possibly go pro, by all means, it'd be great for Illinois if he can go and get drafted. I mean, we want to put more <clears> in the NFL to help us down the line. Yeah, not just on the field necessarily the next the following season, but it certainly helped the program overall. So. But Seth Coleman is that kind of guy. He's just kind of like a freakish type athlete. I think Coleman definitely has a guy has the physique and the the length, and the length and tangibles. I think to be a definitely a pro player. So uh, uh-huh. just and he's just a, he's just a guy we don't really talk about a lot on that defense, you know, because everybody's like. All right, Randolph, Newton, and then you got to talk about Yakis, freshman All-American. And then you could, you know, it was all about the secondary last year, you know, and then there's still some some younger pieces. But, you got, you got still got Tariq Barnes who's starting, you know. You can't forget about Barnes, you know. There's, it's a, The dude will be a four-year starter. He's making plays since his first time he was even inserted into the first that first game against Wisconsin four years ago. You know, that, you know, the COVID year with Lovey Smith where the season was just abysmal, but he was just making plays even then. So, uh, but Coleman's like a fourth or fifth guy on that defense you talk about. Yep. You know, and he's a stud. He'd be a, he'd be a guy that you talk about all the time on other teams. I think with what Illinois will run this year, I think Seth will push double digit sacks. That's just a projection that I'll say right now. I think he'll, he'll come close to that. And St. Dominic's Rosary just chimed in, you know, hey, it doesn't matter where you go to school. Illinois just proved it. We had a guy drafted in the top five. Um, and it said, like, you know, Ohio State, better. Gabe's going to be better than anybody at Ohio State was on their roster. I'm, I'm going to challenge you on this one, like JT Tuomuyolo or whatever. I don't want to say his last name. 44. That dude who single-handedly won the Penn State game for them is, is a pretty damn good dude. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, okay, and, and, but I would I, – I think me and Kev are on this. I think if you look at the talent on the lines in the front seven. Yeah, Illinois think, is the Big Ten. 
Illinois, Illinois. There is I you you the most I think you could say is Ohio State or Michigan or even. Like that's the most you could say. You could I would if someone said Ohio State's D line is better than Illinois, I'd say, well, you're wrong. Uh if anything, it's pretty close to even, but Illinois would be the to me the edge with just so much experience and uh but anyway, so I appreciate you chiming in, St. Dominic's Rosary. Hey, we haven't had the master tonight, Kev. What's up with that? Uh, so well, we jumped into any basketball where you can start clapping at us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. When we start, yeah, as soon as we start talking about basketball, the master jumps in with football stuff. Well, so, I, 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 here's one thing: like C, uh, CBS Sports College Football did top front, front sevens in college football this year, and they had Michigan too, Penn State. And then, uh, and Illinois was in honorable mentions with with Iowa, Ohio State, Florida State, Alabama. I mean, that's still like we're we're in, we're in their top ten front sevens. I I don't think that, I don't see where Ohio State or Penn State are that far ahead of us, and we'll find out on September sixteenth. Oh my goodness, man! That's, are you gonna are you gonna make it to Champagne for a game this year? I'm gonna try. I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure I'm going to. Uh, the Kansas game, yeah, Monday um, night, September eighth. So it's my birthday. So anybody wants to come, you know, buy me a drink. Great. If anybody wants to come, tickets on Kev. I All right, no, <laughs> no, but uh, I just know that there'll be some, there'll be some, uh, some games this year that you know in Champaign that you wouldn't want to miss. But I get, I get it. But I'm really thinking that that Iowa game late in the year is going to be a, the decider for the Big Ten West. I can parlay that into a work trip, so I might be actually headed to Kinnick this year for that one. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, Creed Tucker says, come to homecoming. Um, Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, it could be. And did someone say basketball? Yes, Creed. So, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, he's like, let me say, oh, someone said basketball? Huh? Um, and, again, we appreciate all our subscribers on YouTube. There, see, you just get a little extra. You can chat with us on here. Um, and I know on Twitter, technically it shows you can comment, but I'm not looking at the Twitter feed because I'm, I'm almost impossible for me to read three feeds. Um, so, um, but let's, we are going to transition quickly to basketball and, um, because just because, so sounds well, we, like, it sounds we like de- we had a decommit this week too. So, I mean, that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's that is why we're doing this. So <laughs> the reason why I mentioned, they're not done with 2023 is because Jeremiah Williams decommitted. Okay. Uh, what does that mean for Illinois though? Does that mean, well, th- let's just leave it alone. Um, or do we still want to maybe look at the transfer portal or maybe Kevin, there's something else. Maybe they want to look at the class of 2024, but possibly a reclassification. And honestly, like where I'm at, Ryan, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning that way. All right. So, so little, little insight, little info here. Um, I think there was some rumblings. I don't know if Jeremiah Williams was directly tied to it, but Iowa state had the gambling scandal. And I do think that's one of the reasons why he's no longer going to be in a lineup. Um, just rumors to, and that, that I know that Josh Whitman is a very staunch, uh, proponent against collegiate athletes gambling. And so I think that might have might have contributed to it too, uh, whether or not he would have got the waiver, whether or not he would have been healthy enough to play. All in all, I really like uh, Jeremiah Williams. I like his skill set. I think he would be a great ancillary piece to this team. Wish the dude well. I like the way he plays. Plays like a dog. He actually defends his butt off. 
But what I'm looking at with this team right now, unless you're able to get a Javon Quinterly who just put his name in the portal, who could be a point guard, who could come in here and start and run point for this team. But Illinois spent a lot of their NIL. like, And, and a kid like that's probably looking for a big bag. Um, and I don't know that Illinois could pull that off. I don't know that Illinois has got the resources right now uh, with what we did acquire. I really like, and I know people are going to think I'm crazy, but I'm, I'm really warming up to the idea that Ty Rogers can run point for this team. And and then you also have, I think, the, the chances that Harmon are, is coming to Illinois yeah. is increasing. Like, it's, it's looking like he's getting the, the, the school situation squared away. And if those things happen, I, I actually don't mind where their team's at. And so, therefore, I would look at if you're going to do a reclass of, you know, Mikey Lewis maybe? Um or some other kid uh, that that's 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 a kid you're going to have to put in some um, developmental work with. Um, DGL is going to come in and get some time at the one, and, and along with uh, along with Ty, I kind of like where we're what we're trying to do here, and uh, I, I'm all right if we can just kind of stand put and go with the developmental route. Not I mean, guy. I mean, Kirk Creasa said he's staying at West Virginia. Thank and God. Let me tell you something, and I want y'all the ones that follow me on Twitter. If you guys have seen, I never jumped into the Toussaint Kersa crap. It's because it was never happening. Like people would ask me about it, and they'd be like, "Oh," and they'd send me. What's funny is, and I always, I do try my best to just respond to people who direct message me. But they're going to be. They, I've had, I had ten people message me from Wednesday to Friday about, "Oh, Kirk Kersa's in the portal. It's happening," and I'm like, "No." I'm like, first off, he wants seven to eight hundred thousand. Not happening. He's a, a two. He's a dick. Not happening. Uh, uh, you know, or you could call him whatever. Whatever you prefer to call him, Kev. What would you choose? I, I mean, I've heard the word clubhouse cancer. I mean, like you know, I, I, I think the guy can play, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's the guy, right? I don't, yeah. think, I don't think he's a good mix in a team led by Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins, right? Um, and Trent saying we don't need Harmon. Ty and DGL Moretti can handle it. Well, like that. Like Har Harmon can play. Like Harmon is a really good defender. He can really stroke the three. He is a good athlete. Go watch the in his NIT highlights from just a few months the ago. Kid can play. Like he is. <laughs> he's, he's experienced, dude. He's not coming in here expecting to be the man. Um, but if you had to have a guy off the bench because somebody's got quick, I'd be happy putting Harmon in. Well, like. The, 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 the aspect of it is, is like right now, what you're looking at is Ty Rogers and DGL, right? And Moretti can certainly handle the point. Moretti, the, the questions you have with him are, are, are defense. But we're forgetting a guy here that's going to play some, and that's that's Sincere Harris. So if you have two of your guys yeah. run the point guard, so three of the four guys we have mentioned there, Ty, DGL, um, oh, yeah, DGL, DGL, Harris, Moretti, Ty. Yeah. Like, although they're all so inexperienced that like you have no experience there. The only guy on that list that, like, DGL and Moretti can probably shoot free throws. Ty and Sincere have not proven that they can. Like, you would – I think you'd like a little bit more veteran ball handler. Yes. And, and Harmon has a propensity to turn the ball over in transition, which is a little concerning. But in the half-court sets, he's fairly decent at handling the rock. So, that's he where shoots, he shoots 74% from the line, which is calming. Yeah, he shoots thirty eight percent from three, right, or something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, like, so like I can think career a career thirty five, I think. Yeah. So, like he's got experience. He's been in big games. He's not the lights aren't going to get him. You know, like you need to have that, and that's the problem that Illinois had last year was that you had to depend on young guys to handle the ball. Sincere Harris, Epps, Clark, 
you know, that, that was the issue. It was like apps, they had games, they had big games, but you know what? A lot of, more than not when it mattered the most, you know, Epps was struggling to guard people, but also taking really ill-advised bad shots. Uh, and Harris, God love him. The effort is never his problem. Um, I think he forced some things too because he was young. But, you know, again, then he would get to the line a lot because he's dry, you know, and he can't make free throws. So you have a guy like Harmon who can take better care of the ball in the half court who can hit open shots, who can make free throws, who probably will create a lot of contact in the lane and is yeah. a, a decent passer too. So don't say we don't need him. Um, yes, St. Dominic's Rosary, you're all over it. Uh, Kirk Reese is staying at West Virginia. Yeah, that's right. uh, Brad P. So who's reclassifying? That's a great question. So what Kevin was saying and then what I'm trying to put, put a bow on is that the portal is not happening. It's a class of 2024 player who maybe thinks like, hey, I'm ready to get my one year in and get to the league, you know, or I'm ready to go to Illinois and 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 maybe develop and play a year, maybe play a little bit, maybe not. But I'd prefer to go do that than maybe play another year in high school. Uh, so it, that's what I've just been told. That's the route they're going. I don't have a name for you now, but – the best thing for you guys all to do, and you can all do this, look at who's Illinois offered, look at combo guards, point guards within that top 150. And I, he's in there somewhere. Yeah. I can't pinpoint the name, but you want to get a group of about 10 to 12 names. He's in that group. Uh, so I like a guy like Mikey Lewis. Personally. I like his name a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey Lewis is one that I'm going to be honing in on. You guys can hone in on whoever you want. Well, and then if we're going to talk about future future recruiting classes, Illinois is doing a really good job with Jeremiah Fields, right? And I know that yes. people, yeah. people want to point that we didn't get his brother who went to Michigan State, but that might have been a mutual thing, right? I mean I – Yeah, I think it was mutual with most of the staff, but also Illinois has done something different with this one. They've actually switched up the recruiter on – they've actually put Tim Anderson on Jeremiah Fears. Right. Tim Anderson wasn't in the past. Um, so they're doing a little different. Uh, yeah, and, and D, Dre Lawhorn, DGL, not DLG. Dre Gibbs Lawhorn is – I said, said son. <laughs> I said boy. Uh, that's the second time I've done it on one of these shows. I don't know if there will be a third. Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Uh, we've got – Draw uh, Dre Gibbs Lawhorn, who is, you know, not just dunking on folks in practice, but try guarding him one on one. You know what I mean? Like it's not happening. So like he's explosive, he's dynamic, he's probably the best athlete since you know uh, Joe Tails, Joe Bertrand. Yeah, and, and uh, Brad Sturdy said it. I'm gonna I'll, I'll credit Brad with this. Is like Sincere Harris is a great athlete. DGL is a better athlete. Like, I mean, and it's not, and, and, and he's a, a much better athlete. So that could tell you that, and he can shoot from the outside and he's really fast. He's really quick. And, you know, and, and a lot of guys are dropping the pod stuff, guys. Like, listen, you shoot me a tweet and I'll, I'll DM you. Cause I'm not going to talk about what I know on this show out of respect to Ryan and relationships that he's built, but like it wasn't all sunshine and roses with that guy either. Okay. Like, 
okay, here's what we're going to say. It was a lot of off-the-court stuff, okay? That's it. A lot of off-the-court stuff. It was not, oh, he sucks stuff, like he can't play. He, he wasn't working or putting in the work on the yeah, court. Yeah, no, he was doing all those things. He didn't just magically become a night the top 20 NBA pick with one year at Santa Clara, okay? he Guys could see he could play. He And, and you know what? Here's the, the best way I can explain the pod situation, and I actually said this to his dad, and his dad understood that. But, again, as a father wanting your son – the best for your son, you know, knowing that your son wants to go to the NBA, knowing that your son's probably got the potential to do it within three years. I thought he could be a three-year guy. But this is what happened in Illinois. I really doubt Illinois would have won the Big Ten that year if they were like, you know what, sit down, plumber, Trent, sit your ass down more. We're going to put Pajimski in. Well, people could talk about DeMonte, but, like, that we needed – you needed DeMonte, no. You needed another defender. You desperately needed another wing defender with that team. And another guy who could rebound. And Pajemski was not was not defending. Okay. He was worrying about getting his shot. And uh he was learning too to defend and, and to rebound. And you gotta trust DeMonte, who's obviously had won a Big Ten title before, had played in major games. You're gonna trust your fourth and fifth year seniors in those spots. There's no way in heck – I'm just telling you, Illinois wasn't going to win the Big Ten that year if Pajemski was a big role was, – was getting major minutes. Just not going to happen. And also, Illinois got – I mean, Illinois got Terrence Shannon. There, there's really only one – like, the, there's a ball-dominant two-guard there already. It was – hey, listen, was it a miss? Yeah, I think we can look at it in the long run. It was probably a miss, but I don't think it's as cut and dry as a guy was a first-round draft pick and we didn't play him. It's not quite that simple. It's think about this. It's How, always good. It's not I, that simple. And here's another funny scenario, and you already know all the, the Underwood haters would have buried him for this, okay? Hey, Terrence Shannon's out there. No, we got Pajemski. Wait, we know he's going to be a top 20 pick this year. Well, yeah. how, do, how do you know that? Just because of how he's playing in practice? Well, has he proven anything? No. And, and Brandon Pajemski is going to do something in the NBA. I think it's going to work for his skill set. He is he's, he's, he's athletic enough to play in the NBA. But he's going to sit in the corner and shoot threes. He's going to be a three-point specialist for that team. For yeah, he's he, he he's going to be like a – he reminds me of Vincenzo a little bit, but uh, De Vincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo, yeah. Yeah, who was on the Warriors. Just a couple years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, interesting enough. And, you know, Trace Jackson Davis was what, one of the final picks. Uh, he got picked by the Warriors too late. And, and you know, it's crazy to notice too. It doesn't matter how really big and skilled and athletic – your big is if they can't shoot threes or or be consistent at the free throw line shooting over 80%, these teams aren't drafting you. Right. Look I, at I that. Look they're, they're at Timmy. Right. DJ, yep. Trace Jackson Davis. Um, I don't think Zach Eady would have been in a first-round pick. Luke, Gar- Luke Garza can, doesn't see the floor much, and he can shoot, actually. So, I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of that stuff in there. Um, Sean chimed in. Is, is Illinois interested in Quinterly? Haven't heard much. I know Quinterly mentioned some teams that in Illinois wasn't. I think he's looking for a nice bag. I know Memphis has got a big one. <clears throat> they were holding out for Antonio Reeves, who looks like he's going back to Kentucky. So it's probably going to be a situation where the kid's going to try and get paid. I don't think Illinois has got the, the resources there uh, to compete there. Or do we really want to spend the money on a guy who's in his fourth year of college is like an eight-point-a-game, four-assist guy? And then, Creed, you're asking about practice. I mean, what we do know and what we have seen, like there's a lot of Twitter highlights, a lot of Twitter stuff out there. 
Dane looks really good. Hansberry looks really good. Um, Dane looks a little bit leaner, a little bit quicker, but the guy I've been the most impressed with all the videos I've watched is Ty Rogers running the point, man, facilitating. And uh, Ant Wright put out a video of, you know, some highlights of Ty running the point. Like, I think it's – it's like No, Sean. <laughs> nope. I, I think he could be. I'm shocked he I'm shocked he wasn't this year when I watched his lateral quickness and the stuff that he did. But do I think it'll be a first round pick? No, I think what teams will do because they won't have to give him a first round guarantee money. I think teams will take him in the second round next year. I think he'll go. I'll think he'll make a roster. I think he'll spend ten years in the league if his body holds up. My projection. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think they're gonna they're gonna go for some younger guy that's maybe who can shoot threes, who can jump out of the gym, and they're gonna say we don't have to Lithuania. Yeah, from Lithuania. Um, and so that's Kev's my guy. And who I've heard is going to be hard to keep off the floor is Marcus DeMosk. So, yeah. And I mentioned that when we talked to him. I told everybody, I'm like, people are just like, oh, good, he's going to start. Well, I'm thinking, dude, DeMosk has played and started four years in a row and been an all-league guy. He's like a top ten scorer in this – Southern Illinois history. It's like season low in points is 13. Okay. My bad, but you know the, what I'm saying. No, no, yeah. No, I'm saying it's a freshman. He averaged 13 points a game at the division one level. Okay. Like, yeah. So I thought you were saying like I missed off. He's not a top 10 scorer. No, no, like, no, he is. Absolutely. He is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm thinking like, and everybody's just like dismissing that. Like that's like easy to do. And I'm like, yeah, it's not just cause he plays in the Missouri Valley. Like that's some like chump league. Like those guys can't play like, Yeah. They can, and I can assure you there's a reason Wisconsin was trying to get Marcus DeMask too. And he said, I don't want nothing to do with that. I'm going to Illinois. He didn't well, even go he didn't even go visit them. Well, there's there's guys that I um, mean you saw uh I'm, I'm drawing a blank, the the point guard uh Norwell for uh Kansas State. He was an he was an Arkansas State. Um like what league are they playing in? Like, yeah, uh, Bruce Weber. Bruce Weber got over there to Kansas State, Noel. And uh, you know, so that was a Bruce Weber pickup. And uh it seems like uh, uh Tang benefited from that because Noel had a really had a had a good first year there for Bruce. Yeah. But he had an excellent second season. So um Norwell, Mar Marcus Norwell, right? Yeah, Noel. Noel. Yeah, Noel. Yeah, yep. N O N O W E L L. Uh, so again, I think it's going to be a deep, experienced team. And Quincy Guerrero's on campus now, yeah. so <clears throat> I think things are trending in the uh, right direction. And then uh, SDR St. Dominic's Rosary. Do, do we think Good will transfer? Do you think he lost in the shuffle? No, I don't think so. No. I think with what he provides for this team uh, and his toughness, his passing, his ability to shoot, like I think he's going to be, you know, like the seventh, eighth man on the team. And I think he's going to contribute a ton. He was penciled in as a starter before the season started last year, about before he broke his footing in that Kansas scrimmage. Um, so there's a chance that he could start. I mean, he is going to be a guy that does all all, all the right things. I think uh, he's a program guy. I think he loves it in Illinois. I think there's a chance he could possibly get another season. Uh, waivers in the NCAA are always weird, but I know I, I think that I think Luke Goody looks at the this year sticking with the team this year. He comes into next year as like the most senior guy as a senior. He's been here around the longest. He's going to be a guy that's going to be highly, highly thought of and, and going to be a major contributor. I, I think he'll be like a probably an eight or nine point per game guy for us this year and, and, and a three point specialist and grab a four or five boards and a couple assists. So I, yeah, I, I, Luke, I, I, he's, he's only 20 minutes a game. 
Goody's going to be a guy who'll play his. He'll go. He'll be the one of the first four year guys back from COVID. He doesn't get a COVID year. No. Um, I do know he regrets to a degree last season. I think he wishes he could have just would have just sat out, so he could have had a no whole waiver for sure. The yeah, he would have got it, but he he. But that's just the kind of dude he is. He's wanted to help the team out, but I think you're going to see a really good, nice senior season, and I think next year he's going to definitely be a starter on, as a senior, uh, and he'll be a guy that you know has that big final year where we're always like, well, we knew he, he was going to be a good player. He had yeah. situations his sophomore year. It just didn't allow him to. And this year we're just going to be so deep at that wing that it's not, he's not going to just be a guy that's dominating minutes. So, but I mean, if, yeah, and he had a good, I mean, he had a good game against, against Arkansas. In, in terms yeah. Of- yeah. Goody's Goody's a guy. I I'm okay when he's in the game. I always am. Uh, he doesn't need to be guarding, you know, 270 pound dudes in the post, but uh, he's a good rebounder. He knows. Afraid to do it, <laughs> What'd you say? He's afraid to do it. That's good stuff. No. Yeah. He's going to be a 40% shooter from deep around there. You, you always like that. He's going to die for a loose ball. So, you know, Brad Underwood loves that. Um, now we'll get to final thoughts, Kev. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, Start it off. So here we go. We're gonna we're gonna get our music going. Here we go. Okay. So my final thought was gonna obviously stick back into kind of with with what we've already talked about um, this episode. It's uh, Illinois this week. I'm expecting three to four kids from 2024 to, to announce their commitment uh, to Illinois. So that's going to push Illinois back up probably maybe even closer to the top 30. Maybe not. They're, in, they're 35 right now. But uh, I've got, you know, a couple defensive backs. I think Valentine's going to pop for Illinois. Um, but uh, And you're going to see Tanner Hollinger from Nebraska very soon. So I got four from this weekend. But there could be a surprise though, if Alivi or uh, uh, decides to jump on. So five tops, but I'm going with four from this weekend. Yeah, I, I you know I don't have any like major thoughts. Uh, you know I, I love to go with the golf stuff. Uh, I mean Nick Hardy made the cut this week, got paid again. Happy for that guy. Uh, Stricker didn't play this weekend. Adrian Dumont and Chaucer didn't play this weekend. So there's not really a lot there. I just think I'm going to go back to something I said. Something I continue to say. Um, the football program is in really good shape and we will, I, I, I just cannot, I am just, we are so light years ahead of where we've ever been as a program in my adult life. The closest thing I can come back to this is maybe like Mike White slash Makovic and there, you know, Mike White had some issues there and, and, and I just, I'm so excited with Brett, what, what Brett Bielema was building in our program and I look forward to talking about some fall practices when things get kicked off here in a little bit. But right now it's all about recruiting. It's exciting and Illinois is doing big work. You know, and any for, for any of you worrying about uh, uh, Luke Altmeyer, he was one of the finalists, you know, picked for the final 45 for the Peyton Manning Passing Academy. Amen, dude, yeah. So he made that cut. I think there were 60 and they cut it to 45 to, to be in the final, you know, who get to be in that final group. And so he made it, um, which I think Altmeyer could be a guy that could lead us to be that 10-win type of season if, if he has a, a breakthrough season, which I think he's capable of. 
but anyway, so that's going to do it, Sean. I would lean towards Lightfoot over Brian Reynolds coming to Illinois. Brian Robinson, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Brian Robinson. And then Creed Tucker, I'm glad you put gave us your final thought. Goody is our Paul McKay. Uh, yeah, Luke has a higher ceiling than DeVito. I think so, too. So, with that said, be looking, be looking really soon the next day or two for some football commits. I'm Swami. That's Deuce. Swami out. I-L-L. I-N-I. -L -L. I -L -L.